0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. For a long time, I've had this like subconscious voice that talks to me, and I think we all have it. We all have that little voice that talks to us, and sometimes it's putting doubts in our head, sometimes it's putting fear and anxiety, and making us feel like we're doing the wrong thing, or we're going to make a fool of ourselves... Or just generally, this kind of scared little voice that is not our intuition. Our intuition is very direct in the in what it wants. You know, it's almost speaks with a certain authority and a certain a certainty, I guess. When my intuition speaks, it, it knows that something is right or wrong. It's not this doubting, nagging voice that's like, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure, am I good enough? Am I strong enough? Is this the right thing to do? What I've come to realize and understand, at least for myself, that partly, or most commonly, this voice is my inner child, and it speaks from a place of trauma and it needs love and acceptance and rather i've gone so many times i've kind of had almost arguments with myself saying you know why why can't i just do this why am i feeling like this why am i getting so frustrated that i can't do this thing you know i just want to be able to do it i know it's the right thing i just want to be able to do it yet this this child in me has learned through time and experience it listened to those voices it it embraced and integrated that lesson that i wasn't good enough and it, it seeked validation and it seeked external um people and things to validate its own presence in a way and validate its own authority to, to say that I am good enough, and, you know, it needed other people, it needed parents and friends and just strangers to tell it that it was good enough and that it was okay, and a lot of that came through people telling me the opposite, that I wasn't good enough and that I wasn't okay how I was, and that I needed to be better, and that I wasn't worth love, And that child took that on board and kind of now manifests itself as a subconscious voice. And rather than arguing with it, now I create space for it. And I I take the time to understand it as if I was a child. And I think that part of the, the role of the parent is to do that. And in many ways, we are a parent to ourselves as well. So when these nagging, doubting voices come up or when this anxiety, fear, scared little child rears its head and, and tells me that it's scared or nervous or uncertain, I have a conversation with it and, and I listen to it as you would listen to a child. You would say, why are you feeling like this? You know, what what made you think that you weren't good enough? What made you think that you weren't strong enough or deserving of love what what taught you this and then they would say well you know remember those people at school that used to pick on you and bully you and say nasty things to you well or or me you know that like that's the way it feels it's a personal thing it's the kid is crying out to me saying you know remember when this happened and this happened and this happened and remember when he said this and she said that and remember when no one appreciated me all of these things that it, it learned is now telling me, even though I have evidence to the contrary now, that those beliefs are still in me, that trauma is still in me. And rather than dismissing it or arguing with it or coming at it from a direction of almost hatred and fear in itself, making space for that voice and taking the time to listen to it and to understand it, and to say, you know what, it's okay, you know, it's okay that you feel like this, just help me explain, explain to me, and I will listen, and I will understand why you feel scared, why you feel anxious, why you feel not strong enough, and not good enough, and then I work with that, I listen, and I work with it, I try to understand it, I I come from that, that viewpoint, and then I kind of reassure myself and reassure that child self that, you know, I'm not that kid. I'm not that person that was once bullied and told all these things and made fun of. And now I, I, I'm i not that person anymore. And I don't need that same fear that protected me when I was a kid. Because all of that stuff, all of that, that those shields and walls and barriers that I put up when I was a kid were necessary at the time. You know, I was in so much pain that I needed to shut myself off from it, and I didn't have the tools that I have now in order to be able to deal with that and to understand what was going on. To me, it was just pain, and I didn't really understand it. I didn't understand where it was coming from or know what to do with it. So instead, I just shut it off. And when I was a child, that was useful. It served me. It protected me. But now, it's causing me suffering now you know it's manifesting in ways that I don't want it to I want to remain open and I want to be able to step into my fullness but this fear is blocking me from doing that and those those barriers that served me as a kid are now a detriment to me now but we're not going to erode that by making that that child even more scared and even more defensive if every time that something like that happens and you really personify that as a kid and you imagine that you're talking to a kid and then imagine that a child was coming up to you and saying look I'm really scared to do this you know I'm I don't feel good enough I don't feel like I'm able to do it I'm worried what people are going to say to me you wouldn't talk to that child I, I should hope <laughs> but you wouldn't talk to that child as you would talk to yourself you you know, if you were to then go and tell, them, you know, don't be so stupid. You don't feel like that. You shouldn't feel like that. Feel differently. You know, don't feel that. Ignore that. That's not really. That's not really you. That's not really happening. None of this is real. You're all just making it up, and you shouldn't feel like this then that kid is going to go away and be like, but I do feel like this. you know. I do feel scared. I do feel nervous. And that's not going to help the kid. That's not tangible evidence to dismiss what they're feeling. Even if there is a separation in how the adult self and the child self is feeling, to dismiss what the child self is feeling is not going to be conductive to the adult either. It's not going to help. It's not going to be useful. So... I create space, and I listen, and I take the time to reflect and understand and help that child as if it was an actual child, which obviously it is, and I treat it with respect and care, and I say, like, okay, how can we overcome this, how can, what what do you need in order to feel safe, what kind of assurances can I give you, or maybe I have the evidence to hand, maybe it's something that's long gone, and you know, I'm still suffering because in a way, I think many of us suffer from some form of like post-traumatic stress from, from our childhood. And that, that child is still feeling all of that energy, all of that stress and fear and being scared all the time and feeling like they're always under threat. That child is still feeling that and experiencing that. Even if the adult self is maybe removed from that, The child is still very much going through that and experiencing it. So in order to rectify that you have to uh, treat it like a real experience, like something that's really happening to you. It is happening to you and we may split ourselves off and you know segregate ourselves from our wholeness but if you treat yourself with this holistic viewpoint that you are the entirety of you, you are all of you and those experiences are going to come with you and that trauma you can't get rid of it it's a part of you but you can learn from it you can integrate it you can heal from it that doesn't mean that you're getting rid of it it means that you're taking those lessons and that opportunity to learn from what happened and then you're doing something positive with it rather than dismissing it entirely you have to treat that kid with the care it deserves you have to treat you with the care you deserve and the only way that you're ever going to move past that is once you start to listen to yourself understand yourself in a holistic way and start healing and treating yourself with care that whole fear-based attack-based approach is not going to help you so the more I I listen to that feeling the more I let it be and accept it for what it is the more I feel able to heal from it and almost shine a light on it and and when it comes to the light often those kind of fears just disappear when you bring them to the light when you allow them to play out and manifest sometimes they are silly or you know silly to us They can be like oh but that that isn't true now you know something that happened to me recently was that you know i was going out the house and i remember that like when i was a kid i used to be made fun of for like having clothes that didn't fit and a lot of the time my nan would like we had to buy trousers that were too long because i would grow into them and then they would. My nan would take them up. And then well, the problem was is I would grow so fast that we couldn't afford to buy trousers every week to cater uh, to like cater to how fast I was growing. So what ended up happening was that I was made fun of because a lot of the time my clothes didn't fit. And it's such a, a silly thing now that you know if someone said to me now your trousers are too short, it wouldn't really bother me, and it wouldn't really even touch me on the surface i would almost just laugh at that and think well i'm sorry for you that you you think that you know clothes are any reflection of someone's worth like to me that's ridiculous now but at the time i took it so personally and and i i was made to feel insecure about it and i let myself be made insecure about it and i didn't know how to deal with it and it wasn't nice to go through that process of feeling To be made fun of and be laughed at and to really go through that and experience that and that's just kind of like one tiny example but even now if i go out and like i'm wearing a shirt and it's slightly too short or something or slightly too tight or maybe some trousers that that don't go like at the moment it's happening all the time because i'm going to the gym and my body is changing drastically almost every week and a lot of my clothes now don't fit either and this kind of thought came back up that was like i was about to leave the house and i was feeling all self conscious and unusual and i was like i don't know why i'm feeling like this and at first i was like oh don't be so silly don't feel like this like you don't have to but then it wasn't going away of course it was just coming back and it was it was plaguing me and this feeling of like anxious energy was, was arising and then when i took the time to listen to myself and understand why i was feeling like that all of this stuff came back and I was like oh I remember when I was a kid and I was made fun of this and all these memories came back of of like the things people said and the way I was made to feel and I was like oh that's why that's why I'm feeling self-conscious okay well you know you're not that person anymore and you're not in that position and those The things that those kids were saying they were just saying through their own trauma and their own insecurity and you're not that person anymore you're not that child anymore and it just vanished all of that insecurity all of that that worry it kind of just seemed to melt away it was like oh this isn't a big deal anymore you know this this isn't it's kind of something that to me now seems silly to worry about and I had to give it that real respect and honour that child that did suffer so that I can feel like this now, so that I can have this security now. That child had to go through that pain and suffering and for me to now tell it that it's silly for going for feeling that way in that moment is so dismissive of like what got me to here today. Like the, why I feel as secure as I do now is because of all that insecurity when I was a kid. I had to learn. I had to grow. I had to overcome it. And even if it does still manifest now, it's not right to dismiss it. It's it, it's to be honoured. It's to be appreciated. It's to be loved. It's something that served me once. And okay, maybe it's not serving me in the right way now. But I don't want to kind of get rid of it. I don't. I don't want to. Ignore it. I want to embrace it and say, Look, look how far you've come. Look at what you've grown into. Look at, you know, the kind of person you are now. That stuff is not important now. That stuff you've realized that people will always make judgments. People are always going to say stuff to make you feel small, but that's not an indication of your size or your life. It doesn't matter how many people tell you that you're stupid or you know, anything, anything, you're weak, you're stupid, you're not funny, you're ugly, all of these things, it doesn't matter how many people say that to you, the only time that will ever make a difference to you is if you believe it and if you tell yourself it. Once you have that security that no, I am like perfect as I am, like I am someone who is learning, growing, going through my path and I am me and I'm okay with me, then other people's words can't really touch you, And even if you learn that lesson now and you're thinking, yeah, I am that person, you know, I'm not bothered by things that other people say, there's still a child that was hurt by all of those things for you to get here. So you need to talk to that child, have a conversation with it, understand it, love it, appreciate it for what it is. And in a way, integrate that as part of yourself. And bring it in, rather than trying to abolish it or keep it out of mind or ridicule it anymore. Like You don't want to be giving yourself more trauma because now you are the bully to your child self. You are that person doing that to you. That child is in you and needing of love and you're telling it that it's no good and that it's not worthy of love and that it should just go away and be hidden. Well, that's you. You're telling you that. (laughs) And that's not going to do anything for you. You can't get rid of that. That is a part of you. That is you. Therefore, you need to be approaching that as if you would approach your child, almost. And approach it with the love and care that it really needs. The love and care that you need and that you wanted at the time. You have to love you like you want to be loved. And, you know, that love that you crave you can give to yourself. You don't have to seek it from externally. The only thing that's going to give you that love and security and that feeling of wholeness is you. Therefore, you need to start giving yourself that love. You need to be responsible for yourself and treat yourself holistically with the care that you need. Thank you for listening.